0: Hello, and welcome to the Beers of the Roundtable. I'd like to welcome you to our first show. This is just going to be kind of like a little show where we sit around and we talk about things and uh, we uh, we crack open a few cold ones with the boys. It's just going to be kind of, you know, tech, games, whatever we, we feel. The way the show is going to kind of work is um, every week we have a little script that's going to pick one of us to, uh, to pick a topic to discuss. And uh, every week we're going to have a different beer on the show and we're going to Crack open that beer and we're gonna drink it and we're gonna we're gonna see how we feel about that beer. So I'd like to take a take a minute to go around the table and see who we've got with us today. Like I said, my name is Brad Slater. I'm an iOS developer and uh I like beer.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: my name is Zach Adams and I am a Android developer and just overall programmer. I love video games and I uh like everything whiskey related and whiskey accessories.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm Joseph Aris and I'm a current student
3: as a computer scientist, and uh, I just love beer. So, that's why I'm here. My name is Scott, I'm a software developer at an energy company, believe it or not. And uh, I'm a <laughs> cocktail guy, so I always try to come up with something for these these fools I'm sitting around a table with. <laughs> yeah, my name is
4: Aquad Douglas. <laughs> no, my name is Bobby Kim, um, I'm currently a student as well with uh, Joseph over here. Uh, love yeah. video games, love ciders, love whiskey not too big a fan of ipas but you know i'm open to them but oh no <laughs> you will learn <laughs> i will learn
0: you, you're you drinking the wrong ipas <laughs> no that's true this is true well i'm glad to have everybody here and we're gonna we're gonna kind of dig right into this good beer brad <laughs> <laughs> so uh we're, we'll, we'll start with uh talking about the beer that we're drinking today um our beer is provided by the bearded monk it's a little bottle shop here in denton texas the best the best bottle shop i think
2: mm-hmm. oh yeah by far Absolutely. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. uh, amazing selection amazing staff and they just they just do good do good things and what they've given us today is uh going coastal by sweetwater brewing company it is a pineapple ipa and we're just we're gonna we're gonna see how this how this goes
2: i hope you like Ippas, bobby Ippas. ipas that's what ipa's. it says on the thing pineapple ipa hey uh this is not twist off like I thought here. You, you, you want a bottle here. opener?
0: Yeah. No, no, okay. All right. Yeah.
3: Smells good. mm 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 mm, mm. It was really good. It actually does smell really good. It was really good. This smells like the
2: Bahamas on, like, wheatgrass, I guess. I, I don't know how to describe that. It, Bahama, hops. Bahama it, it, hops. It definitely smells hoppy. Bahama hop mama Look at that! Don't head. don't
0: don't mind the baby. If you hear the baby, It's it's just my little it's my little daughter.
2: That's that's that is the uh, the mascot. Actually, All things beer. <laughs> that's actually the
4: most beautiful thing in the world.
2: Look at that head! Look at that! Hey, uh, Brad, uh, you're poor. Sucks. Look how Ooh. look how much HUD that is
0: right there. It, it, it's it's a
2: little bit of a pour pour. You know what? Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I I got a little too vigorous as well. I just I just uh, knocked my beer glass against I got the a mic good stand. Half and half. half. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I got too excited.
1: I, yeah, I definitely got too excited. As I was well. like, I'm
0: ready. <laughs> oh jeez. This is phenomenal. Oh, there's a hair in it now.
1: No, oh, so for uh, for those of you at pineapples. home, this this beer is pretty clear. It's uh, it's got a kind of light. Light yellow, kind of a hay color, a little bit darker than hay, I would say. Looks like pee pee.
0: <laughs> wow. Dehydrated. Dehydrated pee pee. Wonder- wonderful Hop aroma. Let's 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 get all these uh, beer buzz words out real beer quick. Beer buzz, beer buzz.
1: <laughs> Hoppy.
2: <laughs> Foamy. Carbonated. Clink. Actually okay. <laughs> <laughs> actually that, that that tastes pretty decent. Yeah, actually I'm okay with this. Yeah. I feel like a, a pineapple is gently caressing my the inner roof of my mouth. Actually, <laughs> it's really great. Ow! <laughs> well, all right. So... Pineapples are pointy. No, no, not
0: my pineapples. <laughs> so we're going to continue to sip on this beer through the duration of the show. We're going to kind of come back to the at the end and see what, what our thoughts are about it. But um, let's go ahead and uh, start talking about what we're what we're here to talk about. Um, this Who week... was
2: our chosen one this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, this week
0: it just so happened to be me, your gracious host, uh, Brad. <laughs> So uh this week I think what I want to get into it's been it's been a very I think a big thing that's gone on this week. Oh yeah. It, uh. it's it's been something that's uh that a lot of people are talking about and it's it's very important. I want to talk about the the testimony of uh former FBI director James Comey and uh, what what he said about uh our president Donald Trump and uh, just kind of see like you know how, or, how that went. Or word you couldn't say really because there's a lot of well, things. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. There's, there's some times where he's like Oh, I can't answer that in a closing setting. i Was and there,
1: Yeah, absolutely. There was a lot of times where they tried to ask him some things, and he couldn't talk about it. But it's, it's most of the nature, time. Of,
2: nature of his you know, job, though. Can we all take a second to recognize, though, that the entire trial, the entire testimony, actually, was sat there, and uh, it was like a sporting event. People weren't out there drinking. In yeah, Washington, yeah. D.C., from a buddy of mine who's living out there, he was telling me that basically a lot of the bars out there were doing the free shots. I mean, you can mm-hmm. see it all over on the on the internet too, but I mean, it, it's it's just strange to see a a criminal testifying event or I mean, a legal proceeding, yeah, you know, yeah. was taking place and people were viewing it as it was like a sporting event. Like people are so used to it now that it's become a form of entertainment. Like what? I know yeah. that like,
0: I think there was one bar at least that I heard of that was offering, um, a round of drinks on the house. Every yeah. time Donald Trump tweeted about the, the testimony, yes. there was a couple of
2: them in DC actually in the bars mm-hmm. in DC.
0: Unfortunately, I don't think that was many times because, uh, I think during, during the testimony, Donald Trump was giving a speech somewhere else. So he,
2: he didn't really have the opportunity to live yeah. tweet it right, right now. That, it's that was absolutely planned <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right now, this is the longest actual, um, period he's gone um, since the start of his presidency and really even during the campaign trail that he is not tweeted and this is something that uh, was being talked about earlier today. Well, if, I'm in, yeah. if I'm if I if I'm not mistaken, I think he tweeted some things this
0: morning or well, today. recently, yeah. <laughs> but I'm that. just
2: saying that whenever he was going through during this trial, that was a full over 24 hours or whatever that yeah. he did yeah, not I think tweet.
0: I, I think
1: I saw earlier today was was up to like 40 40 hours. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. like
2: that. But I mean, now I think he's probably tweeted something. I'm hearing right now that. They, he's talking about how he'll testify under oath about Comey. You know, yeah. it, it's really kind of a mudslinging match at this point. It really is. I mean,
4: that's that's kind of like what he does though, because I mean, he's he's always Twitter beefing with somebody. He's always Twitter beefing. He's always like ranting about something, and, it's just like, he just does, he's, yep. and he's just like he just he's a big mouth. Yeah. He's a lot to say. and I don't think it's a
0: cheetah with a big mouth. How ironic is that? <laughs> Dude. So his uh his most recent or not most recent, but he he um uh started tweeting about the the Comey thing about 15 hours ago. Uh, saying, uh, let's mm. see, despite so many false statements and lies, total and complete vindication and wow, Comey is a leaguer and then next tweet is great reporting by Fox and Friends and so many others. Thank you. So basically, what he's just doing is sitting there watching. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on. Did we get Infowars in on that? I, I want to make sure Infowars. it. <laughs> Alex out? Jones is my Breyper, hero, dude. Well, I mean, like what, what's been what's been pretty obvious with this, with with if you see a lot of his tweets that come out a lot of times, is basically what he's doing is sitting there and watching Fox and Friends and right, just right. like live tweeting what they're what they're saying. Yeah, on there. yeah. That's like, how he gets his yeah, usual policy. He, he doesn't get things from like you know the the. Sources that like he would personally have as the president, he gets his information
2: and from sources from
0: from Fox and Friends, from yeah. media. From, yeah. yeah,
2: you can have classified information, you still take news from Fox and Friends. Those are the same guys that sat there and talk about <laughs> f-ing cucumber cleanses and yeah. how great they are <laughs> for true. you. It, like, what,
0: what, I, what I love is that there's been, like, a lot of reports over the past few months of, like, you know, people in the White House talking about, oh, yeah, he's, he screams at televisions. <laughs> and, yeah, like, no, he, no. he gets no. mad about, like, Absolutely, you know, yeah. This is
1: a known thing about Donald Trump. He sits there, and he watches his TV, and he that's all he gets his information Dude, do you
4: from. think he has, like, presidential no. TV time where he's just like, no,
1: I'm watching TV. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, sir, we have news for you.
3: No. (laughs) Noosh. What's that? But back to the actual topic, like, I guess I didn't actually get to see it. So for those of you that got to see it, like, what was kind of the overall conclusion of what happened there? Three
2: hours of senators going down a line asking the exact same question over and over and over. And most of the time, what, what bothered me with that was that they were asking the same question being... Why didn't you say something else in that time of crisis why Why didn't you stop him? why didn't you well, let's go ahead and let's take it back a step here. You know, people always talk about, oh yeah, if there was a terrorist that walked into my room i would I would disarm him and then you know arrest him, and then there'd be three blondes that came up onto my shoulders and started <laughs> caressing me like dude, everybody wants to think that they'd be a hero in a time of 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 i mean. Trial. I mean that that's really what it is, and it's you know, really easy to sit there and say those yeah, things for sure. Yeah. Easy to say that you do something whenever you're in the situation. It was basically three hours of Comey having to defend like what he said, which was in regards to Michael Flynn and about how Trump said. I, I think this was like the biggest question that I remember them asking the most. Actually, was that he would, they were asking about how well Trump asked asked about um, well what do you think about Michael Flynn and uh, Comey replied with well I. I think he's a a good person like that was basically the gist of it and people kept asking well why didn't you elaborate more why didn't you say well why did you why did you fire him why did you uh why did you get released you know it, it was it was just it was just finger pointing well, what it seemed like a big focus on
0: and, and the hearing was was um uh Comey had several one-on-one meetings with the president and what they wanted to kind of talk about was those meetings and like what it was is Comey was saying a lot about how these one on one meetings made him uncomfortable because of like kind of the the circumstances surrounding the meetings, how yeah. the meetings were initiated and like the content of those meetings. Yes. Like, yeah,
1: that's that's basically what prompted him to take those memos. He yeah, he, he yeah, made a point he, of highlighting that yeah. he'd met with, you know, two other presidents. He met with Bush and he met with Obama. Right. And in neither of those times, neither the person, the circumstances or the content caused him to have to Feel like he needed to take a memo or write it down. His
2: exact words were that he had a gut feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, he had a gut feeling, and that's why he started taking memos. And people were asking and criticizing him, which I I I don't know if you're supposed to be criticizing people during a testimony. I mean, we we haven't had an event like this since Nixon, which was before our time. But I mean, you know, in general, though, it still is. Come on, you know. I mean he's sitting there and he's doing shady stuff i mean the mm-hmm. the point of the matter was was i mean the the main focus of that testimony was basically uh, and a couple senators really focused on this too was whenever trump asked comey do you pl- will you pledge your loyalty to me? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he, he basically. What the hell said, does that mean? I need loyalty. I need yeah, it. yeah. And then, like you know, uh, Comey was uncomfortable loyalty. with that question.
0: Like you know, to him, that sounds like, oh, are you gonna like back me up no matter what I do? Right. And you know, Comey right. Comey saying like I'm not reliable in that sense and mm. in the political yeah. sense. And he's like, what you will always get from me is honesty. And yeah. and Trump is like, well, I need loyalty. And like uh, Comey was like, I'll give you honest loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Comey minced no words in saying that the fbi is meant to be an independent entity yeah and that's what he stands for yeah. i
0: want to i want to point out real quick that when i when i go to google search james comey the first result is james comey height is- and oh, then, height. Yeah, height. I actually and then,
1: googled his height yesterday because I two, saw a clip eight. of him shaking Trump's he's hand. Really he's really, really tall. Gigantic. Isn't he? He's six like, he's like six foot seven, six eight, six six, eight. Eight.
0: Yeah, six so eight. Let me let oh, me hot. let me just jump Trump to this Google search and figure yeah. that out. Trump so is like, six, foot six, six foot 8 y'all. Yeah, I googled
3: yesterday. Trump is Trump, Trump is six, six, foot six foot two, two. and yep. that's that's a big problem
0: here is that Trump is used to being one of the
3: bigger people in the room. And right when when he tries to shake someone's hand, doesn't he like pull towards him? He plays a little power game. Did you guys see
2: the the third set? Senator. she was she was the woman senator blonde hair and everything else like that I can't remember exactly what her name was or what senator she was from but um, one of the things that she asked him was um, he was she was confronting him again like well why didn't you uh, why didn't you say something whenever he was you know asking for your loyalty or whatever the case may be and she was like well you you're a strong man you're a big strong man and he was like <laughs> well I wasn't strong enough like You know, like, everybody actually... I was surprised to hear that during the trial was that they made a comment about his height and about him being a big man. Yeah, but, like,
0: you know, kind of talking on that, like, you know, I feel like... D- despite that, and you know your best integrity and all that, and I- I'm sure that the the head of the FBI would be held to you know the highest standards. But yeah, Um g- given those situations where you're just like kind of confronted with that, like he has a certain ex- expectation of like how things are supposed
2: to go. That is his commander in chief still, even yeah. if he's part of the judicial branch, he still answers to that. I mean to that power but like you know like things are happening
0: this way and it's probably taken him aback he's like you know this this has never been how things yeah. are supposed to go and in like his... he might just be in such kind of like a shock at that moment yeah. that he doesn't really he said that's what he said times. exact words yeah, yeah. Like, he was you know, in shock he's like um, I, you don't don't even think to like you know go and talk to somebody about that at least in, mm-hmm. in
1: regards to that specific questioning that line of questioning i do I do take a stance that that's a valid question. Comey is meant to be in a position of power. However, I think he was playing a longer game than he had. I think yeah, he miscalculated. For sure, for sure. He thought he was prosecutor. playing his cards. He thought he was playing his cards right, and then his game was up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know, unfortunately. Yeah, but no. I mean, like... Hopefully, you know whatever came out of the the, the classified hearing. You know, I mean, like he he was he was playing the long game, but mm-hmm. because of the way that he like takes meticulous notes with the memos and everything like that, I that was perfect.
2: Yeah, I want to think that he's got something like just somewhere that's like you know mm-hmm. this is the. The golden card easily because the thing is is that as an fbi director i mean part of the thing i mean in all forms of law enforcement it's it's watch and observe i mean in a lot of in a lot of cases and the thing is is that he doesn't necessarily use his power of being you know um being the head of the fbi or former head of the fbi as a as a way to intimidate people he uses it as a way to invalidate or mm. to validate what he says is being true because the thing is is that he is you know that highest power of that judicial branch he's one of those higher ups in that and because of it he would want to play the long game because he understands how it works he's been on so many i i would imagine so many uh prosecuting i mean sides in regards to i mean a lot of different things i mean he knows how the legal system works that's literally his job that is his Absolutely. core job
4: yeah
0: another thing that i uh, kind of like is you know there's there when the shortly after Comey was fired, you know, Trump's out there tweeting, oh, you better hope... oh, Hang on, CNN's trying to play something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, uh, so, like, you know, Trump... Went out there tweeting. He was like, Oh, Comey better not hope that there's like any tapes sitting out there. But you know, I I I love the end of hearing like
2: Comey is like, Oh, yes, please be tapes. Yeah, please be out there. (laughs) That's why he didn't say too much else. Because the thing is, is that the media has a way of twisting things and and influencing Mm -hmm. people's mindsets. And you know what? He understands that Trump, one of Trump's strong points is being able to manipulate the media. Mm-hmm. He's right. done it for years. He's been part of TV for I don't know how many years. I mean, come on. Since yeah. we were kids. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. That, that's kind of, that brings us back to the thing we even
1: started talking about is the way that these bars had, you know, set it up kind of like, you know, you're coming to watch a football game or something. Oh, and yeah. I didn't even mention strategy. there
3: were like bars in Austin that had like Russian vodka shots that yeah. were super oh cheap. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Like,
0: well, okay. So like the, the the hearing went on at nine o'clock our time, central standard time. Right. And bars were opening opening in in DC. early. Mm -hmm. So no, they were opening at 8am in DC. What?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Like think
0: about that. I'm going to go to a bar at 8am on a weekday to watch a political hearing.
1: Well, people,
0: people are saying our, our current events are better than house of cards. Yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm currently up with House of Cards at the moment, and uh, I, I feel like some of the things going on in real life are a lot more interesting than what's currently going on in the show. It's,
1: it's a double-edged sword because you have these news media outlets basically manipulating the public mm-hmm. into thinking this stuff is entertainment. Um, but at the same time, you've got all of these citizens who have never really been interested in politics before coming out and kind of trying to investigate this stuff for themselves. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. Right, yeah,
4: right. Like whenever, whenever I was well, younger, I didn't ever think that I'd be like the age I am now and be so interested in politics or like, trying to find the truth out for myself.
2: It's funny, like, I, okay, so, like, you know, uh, my, the guy that I work with, um, one of my associates in my company, you know, he's, he works underneath me and he is from DC originally, okay? Mm-hmm. He lives out there, his friends live out there and stuff like that. And he, we were watching the Cone Me thing, I mean, the, the, the testimony. And uh, I was asking him, you know, I mean, a lot about this stuff as it was going on. I was like, hey, have you texted your friends today? And he was like, I mean, yeah, you know, here and there, but, You know, the thing is, is that a lot of them couldn't even go out there. They didn't even try to go out there because of how bad traffic would have been trying to get out there in the first place. I bet. Because as soon as you get into D.C., the only thing you can ride is the metro, is how he explained it to me, and all of the roads are already town streets enough, and apparently it it was just so bad during that day, because people were going to D.C. for the bars and stuff like that, and you know, my associate, he worked at the restaurants out there in D.C. in the bars or whatever, and so he... He told me already. It's it's already busy enough as is. But apparently, back home for him, it was just I mean, absolute chaos. Just already.
1: I think I saw a Facebook status to that effect. Basically, the guy was saying, I think the funniest thing about bars opening up for this testimony is uh, the traffic getting there.
2: Yeah. No. Seriously. (laughs) You can't find a you couldn't find a place to park. You can't. You couldn't do anything. I mean, not only was it because it was packed due to the press, but I mean. On top of that, too, like, I mean, come on. I mean, even if you weren't interested in politics, the fact that they opened the bars up early that day is just <laughs> is wonderful, especially, you know, considering that we're in the southern Bible belt right here talking <laughs> about you can't buy alcohol on Sundays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So,
0: talking about this, um, something that just came out uh, today, for, for those of you listening at home, this won't be released today. Today is Friday, June 9th, uh, and what happened today is, uh, I think I think Trump gave a press conference, is what I was— like, I was seeing a lot of notifications from news. Yeah, um, I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, so, so what he was, like, you know, coming out saying is, like, you know, everything that he said was a lie. Of course, uh, I'd, basically, I'd be, of course. I'd be willing to testify under oath uh about all this and like he was just you know basically trying to refute the entire thing see
1: i'm a little afraid of that i I don't know if he should testify yet no i don't think he should because we still have an ongoing investigation and we don't know everything and i think we need to be able to know everything that happened before he testifies and then inevitably makes a mistake on under oath and then gets impeached because of it and then we'll never know
2: Well, and that's the other question, too, is that if he does get impeached, do we really want uh, President Pence coming in? But what I'm reading right now, too, I'm seeing that exact same thing, his exact term that he uh, put here, Washington Post is posting, uh, uh, President Trump lambasted former FBI director James B. Comey on Friday as a quote-unquote leaker for engineering the release of their details of their conversation. See, so, like, you know, here's the whole thing about that is, like, the, the memos that he wrote are, you know,
0: kind of like, okay, some of the memos that he wrote, he wrote on classified devices, so he can't really release those. Because of because, because of like you know how he wrote he did them. Say he, At least he, he understands what cast or or he classified wrote. is. Yeah, he wrote yeah. a
1: lot of them in an unclassified manner. Right. Yeah. With and this so those those sort of thing in mind.
0: And I believe the one that he uh, leaked—that's that's in quotes. Um, the one that he leaked was um, an unclassified one, and that's his own personal thing. Can, can it really be leaking if it's your own personal document? He definitely. Of? Yeah. yeah he, because it is written on his device still. Well, yeah. like this this so, the, the unclassified ones weren't written on classified devices.
2: Oh, oh, gotcha! Yeah, I'm sorry. leaking
1: in, in this political climate definitely has a, a very negative connotation.
0: But it's a negative connotation, really, kind of coming from the government itself. He's yeah. twisting the so, he's twisting the media, though. Uh, so, yeah. So yeah, James
1: Comey it, absolutely gave his memos to somebody to give to the press.
0: Right. And like when he when he kind that's of that's a fact. When he when he explained like why he gave it to the, to somebody else though, it, it kind of makes sense. You know, he um. This this was a really big thing when it broke that he was fired. So of course there was probably press camping out at his house. Yeah. He said he didn't want to deal with the press. I don't blame him on that. There'd be like you know just like he'd be bombarded with everything. Mm. He said that like him and his wife were <laughs> like you know packing up to 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 go hide somewhere. They didn't want to feed the pigeons. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's what he said. <laughs> feed yeah. the seagulls. That's I, what it was. I don't blame him at all for this. I don't really think it's a, it's a leaking thing. He he just you know he gave it to a friend to uh, to release. Uh,
1: I, I don't. It's, it's really the word has so many connotations to it, true, and they're all negative. Yeah. <laughs> in this political climate. I mean, it's
4: like when back when Snowden like was leaking stuff, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's a leaker, like you know, he's, just, he's giving out classified information." And it's like, well, some of the stuff is actually pretty important. And like, yeah. yeah, what he did, he, I mean, he did actually leak like classified information, but like. The way the media twisted it was like, Oh, this guy's a traitor, like, you
1: know, and that's, that's kind scumbag. of the, That's the thing too, is, is I think the memos that he gave, he said he wrote them or wrote them in a unclassified manner. Right. The, but so the problem, he's not leaking classified information.
3: The problem is it's it's coming from someone there. It's not like someone it's not like an outside party came and went and, and did an investigation in and came back with that information. It's the fact that it's that coming he gave it, right. It's coming from the source and being released that just says to everyone oh that must be a leak Hmm.
0: but okay so if if the source intentionally gives it to somebody how can that really be a leak
3: but that's what i'm saying is it's not a third party didn't go there to get the information it was the first party giving it to the third party (laughs) (laughs) so it can be construed as a leak Sorry, didn't mean to hit your microphone. That's no, okay. It's fine. This is a tangent, but this is one of the problems with language. Right. Like, just in general,
1: it, there's yeah. so many words that just don't fully capture it's fake the meaning news. of something. Yeah. yeah
3: exactly <laughs> Right. And, you know, like rhetoric gets thrown around. and It's like, that's not even the intended way for it to be used. But, yeah. I mean, I think Comey's definitely, uh, definitely, obviously, a smart
4: guy. Like, you know, he knows what he's doing. And I think definitely thought it through whether or not he should provide the information to a third party or whether or not he should just reveal it himself yeah so So i think i mean i can't really say what's right or wrong because we don't we don't know the outcome of this yet but i will say that you know i wouldn't doubt that he doesn't like have faith in what like what he did yeah like that's one of the things how we answer this question
1: that's one of the things we kind of need to think about is like we can talk about leaking or whatever all day but really the fact of the matter is he gave a memo to somebody to give to the press and if that's good or bad we, we don't really yeah. know. It's up to the, the individual to yeah, really decide that. Yeah, it remains to be that. seen, for
0: um, sure. I mean, if, like, honestly, if that was a true leak, and, like, he literally just admitted to doing it, if it was an actual problem, and, like, you know, because it basically a confession, wouldn't he have, like, you know, been arrested if the, if it was an actual problem?
1: Yeah, it's not... What he did wasn't illegal. So. Exactly. <laughs> it's, like,
4: it's exactly. almost... And, in, like, in that sense, too, like, I mean, Trump did the exact same thing when it came to class, classified information, and that's in quotes, for, to, like, Russia, apparently, because... I mean, yeah, the president's allowed to de- declassify any information, but like he literally did the exact same thing that Komen did. So it's like,
0: from uh, I think also from what I understand about that is that there's a specific way he's supposed to declassify information, yeah. and him just like spilling it out that is not it. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, yeah, wasn't supposed in, to. Do that in at the all.
1: press conference, Sean Spicer said he made an in the moment decision to declassify some some statements.
4: But like, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't, I thought that was kind of like. Hypocritical of like a Trump like always oh, leaker I'm like, dude, you didn't you just do something like like less than a month ago? Like, what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, everyone knows Trump thinks Trump can do no wrong. He watches TV all <laughs> out, all hours of the day. So. But yeah, kind of back to the testimony.
3: Dude, what what was that about? Mc- like McCain? What, what, <laughs> yeah, what yeah.
1: was his deal? Like I mean, seriously, dude, that's was... the one
3: thing I know because they played it on Jason and Deb and Austin. <laughs> yeah, well, he just he asked a question and he got confused by his own question yeah.
0: while asking it. He couldn't he, separate. Well, oh, different... Did you y- all hear like his his statement afterwards? It was because he what was
3: watching you, the Diamondbacks. He's he
0: he like, he was like, I stayed up too late watching the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I, I think oh they guys, had like no. a three
3: hour, three and a half hour <laughs> game the night before or something like that.
0: But like, yeah, yeah, that's like that's his excuse why like he spent his entire seven minutes trying to articulate a single question.
1: <laughs> it's honestly kind that. of worrisome. Um, it's it's a little bit worrisome he couldn't follow his own logic he he made a few <laughs> gaffes with the names you know calling comey president comey and the comey investigation and he blamed the time <laughs> <back>. <laughs> um but yeah I, from what i was reading you know online you know i mean i know reddit's not the most objective place but people on reddit were actually genuinely concerned about you know did Uh, Is is he he having like a stroke or something? Yeah, did McCain have a stroke or did, was he having a stroke at that moment or had he had a stroke in the past? That's, I don't know. He's
2: getting up there in years and I would assume that he may probably go through and suffer from dementia. I mean, Uh, come on. He's
0: 80 now. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, It, it did kind of seemed like he was like you know slurring his speech just every, yeah like, basically little
1: bit. he seemed to not be able to distinguish between the, the email investigation yeah about like, clinton's unsecured like, like he the same email thing server. on some friday nights when like like, like in the russian he was, the he, russian investigation
0: yeah like my, my my kind of interpretation of what he was attempting to do was kind of like pull a spin where like he was trying to trap him into being like yeah. some sort of like weird just favoritist like, or just, something yeah, being like you're know, like oh you're you're doing it this way, but why don't you do it yeah. this way for the other person? And but like it is like, it fell flat. Like well, he, he was saying
3: like the invest you said the investigation's over, but now you're saying it's not or something. And Comey was like, Wait, no, well, they're, they're, they're yeah, two well, different I don't investigations. understand what you're saying. Yeah. 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 I'm here, you're on Mars. And
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comey's face when he was like, he was like, No, wait, like listen. He's like, <laughs> Grandpa, you're listen talking about
3: this. We won the war. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're, you're you're not a POW anymore. You're not a POW anymore. We, we the war's over. I, I gotta
4: I gotta give it to like all the senators though, and like you know, all the people that like spoke to Comey though, because I would never step to Comey just because
2: that guy's scary. Well, He'll I mess mean, you up. 6'8 <laughs> <Six, laughs>
4: with FBI training. Comey like, like, that's what I was
2: saying <laughs> too. Is is like what kind of training do FBI like do? F- the heads of the FBI have like. He's talking about at the end he was like casually talking yeah no and then I boarded onto a helicopter like that was like the last thing I <laughs> yeah. I, I had to like walk out of the room for a second then I come back during the end of it and I hear him talking about how yeah we got done talking and then I got onto my chopper and flew away and it's like dude what kind of life
0: well, okay, one? so like, do? I, I want to I believe that he has probably some degree of like real FBI training, but the, the oh for absolutely. sure he had to work he's, his way up the, the ranks. Well, well, the fact of the matter with the FBI director, though, is that they are nominated by the president and confirmed by the Senate. So theoretically, you can have
2: somebody that doesn't really have law enforcement experience put up there. Okay. I don't know give enough about, about you know Comey's experience. Give me a couple minutes here. I'm gonna look up and see exactly what his FBI experience was because I'm, I mean, genuine curiosity. Yeah, definitely, yeah, I I'd like sure. to know as well but um uh
0: additionally like you know i think it was it was like during the testimony or like shortly after paul ryan speaker of the house is given oh god he's given his daily press conference (laughs) and uh he's he's out there like you know like the thing that gets me so much about Paul Ryan is he's such an apologist for the president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like, you know, he, like he just goes out there and he's like, well, we, we can't be too hard. He's new at this whole politics thing. He probably didn't really know that what he was doing <laughs> was inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's an excuse for obstruction excuse of justice
4: whatsoever. Like yeah. I, I know like anyone like within a certain, like, like when you meet certain qualifications, you can run for presidency. And like, I get that it's, you know, that's part of the American dream, but it's like, I think that from now on there should be some type of degree where it's like, hey, are you actually qualified to like run, like you know, run a country? Because it's yeah. like, you can't use that excuse, like, oh, you know, he's new here, he doesn't know what he's doing, like he's a new guy. It's you, like, need, you,
0: you need oh, to have four years experience, yeah. president of a country. Yeah. Yes. Hey, I'm I'm reading it. entry it level position right
2: here. What you got, Zach? Uh, what I got here is that he never actually did, um, any. He never did any real FBI work. He took over as a seventh director of the uh, Federal Bureau of Investigation back in September 4th of 2013. Mm -hmm. See, and that's kind of what President Barack Obama. So I didn't know that Um, right now. Before that, uh, I believe he was... uh, yeah, I think he was attorney. Yeah, uh, United States Deputy Inter- uh, attorney, attorney General. General. Yeah, yeah. He, his right. his experience yeah. is law. He's a prosecutor. I, I That's why he knew how to do how to handle yeah. the yeah. conversation. Yeah. I mean, like exactly. it, it it doesn't make um,
0: uh, his qualification for the the job any like any less. Yeah. But I mean, he's he's definitely not the type of agent to go drop yeah. into you know Russia. Regardless, and he's and not uh, going to be a, a military <laughs> agent to take yeah. on the cartel. Still, <laughs> still, <laughs> still wouldn't stop to him. But yeah, he's he's still a big guy. He'll still mess you up.
1: Regardless, I just want to say I absolutely admire his professionalism. His oh, yeah, professionalism sure. is yeah. gold Absolutely. standard. Yeah. His his poker face, his answers to questions, his preparation. He didn't have a binder you know, like in front of him with all the answers. He was able to answer clearly. He's just pulling it
2: off from memory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, man, I mean, this guy, uh, he went to law school, University of Chicago Law School, which I know is a very good school to go to uh, from personal, I mean... From wherever I lived in Chicago, I I knew of it. And, um, I mean, that was, I believe, the same one that... uh, I I, I, Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that was the same one that uh, Obama went to. Um, And uh, he graduated with a uh, JD. um, And then after that, he worked as law clerk and then literally worked his way up from the bottom, from associate all the way up to the U.S. Attorney General's office until he became that attorney, uh, Deputy Attorney General, and then took over the FBI. So... He is a career lawyer. He understands law. Law is his life. So, for him to sit there and, you know, be testifying for this for this thing, like literally his entire life led up to that moment. Mm-hmm. Because oh. he he is, I mean, I I'm looking at his credentials right here and just his history. I mean, he is literally I mean, just, uh, I mean, his entire career has is, is to impeach. <laughs> <laughs> feels like, like I'm sitting here reading through it, and I'm like, yeah, this, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Literally, this is his it, destiny. It's. It looks like it. It looks like it. I mean, now, and I'm gonna go ahead and play devil's. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because I've been hearing this a lot. Like whenever I was watching the uh, Comey. Uh, testimony, one of the problems that I was seeing or one of the things that was happening in my workplace was people were walking by and it's a very conservative crowd that I work with Mm -hmm. is uh, they'd walk by and they'd look at the TV because I had it on a TV and it was facing the door. It go, oh yeah, Comey. They should have arrested that guy a long time ago. Whatever. I tell you what, what. Well, no, and it was for, a, for what?
0: Because he didn't <laughs> convict Hillary Clinton.
2: Re, actually, that's what I was about to say. Was and I asked him why. And today was actually the first day that I actually asked him. I just I I've been kind of brooding on this. You know, I'm kind of using it as a uh, as a as a passion driver here right now. It feels <laughs> like, you know, just this kind of stuff. But uh, you know. I asked him. I was like, you know, so why do you have such a thing against? Like, well, he's trying to protect Hillary. You know, uh, Obama put him into office, and uh, you know, he, you know, they've all been crooked, crooked Hillary and and crooked Comey. You know, they're just they're just all the same. You know, they're all politicians. You know, because Trump, Trump is is the people's man. You know, he gave up his billionaire lifestyle. No, 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 this was this was the guy's exact words. I I, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but. The exact words were, "He gave up his billionaire lifestyle to lead this great country." Okay,
4: let me touch on that for a little bit. Trump, well, yeah, this <laughs> is true. This is true. Trump, Trump did get oh, forego his his no, his, he did. goes president to The goddamn golf course oh, know, every he, weekend. He, he,
2: he,
0: he no, horse. no, no. He said he was going to. From from what I understand, he did not actually. Oh, of course not, because he's he's Trump. at Mar del Lago every weekend. every every weekend. dude
2: literally he we just pay for his his flights now that's that's all we do and like what i'm wondering
4: too is like if you really look at like average you know the average american the average normal day person like Mm -hmm. man or woman, whatever like and you really look at them it's like do you really think as like just being that just random everyday like you know blue collar worker that someone who was on tv who was a like a billionaire or a millionaire whatever and like has all this money like is really going to care like about you as a
1: person we'll be able to relate to you yeah ex- exactly
4: it's he like, was
2: never poor a day in a
1: small
4: life. loan of million dollars like what is that that it doesn't make that just I don't I don't get that and I don't get like when, whenever you're talking Old about every Trump whenever you took whenever you're baby talking hands about Trump. the uh, <laughs> whenever you're talking about how the guy was like oh you know he's crooked and he's a politician it's like well now Trump's kind of a politician like if you not looked at his his record what he's... he was a crooked businessman
0: yeah, I, don't, exactly. I don't understand
2: like yeah you know, have okay. you
4: ever heard of Trump stakes? Yes. Oh, yeah, Trump, Trump It's the worst thing in the Let's world.
2: Let's get into Trump Stakes and Trump University. We'll be here for another five hours. Yeah, exactly. So. Hang and tight like, viewers. And it's just, <laughs> you know, I just, I don't
4: know. I don't get people sometimes. It's like you just I don't want to be biased and like, you know, I'm I guess I'm more left leaning than I'm right, and that that's just me. But whenever you just look at something, just straightforward, like, you can see that something is kind of going on with, like, with Trump, and, mm-hmm. like, you know, with him firing Comey and everything like that, like, that's that's just shady. That's shady yeah. in general. This is very in, shady. In, yeah, in like...
1: regards to to Trump's character, kind of bringing it back to the investigation, one uh, criticism I heard of uh, Comey that I was kind of wondering what you guys thought of is uh, that, you know, we all know we have a very clear characterization of Trump. We, we kind of know what he's about, and so...
2: I remember the... him back in Home Alone whenever he gave... <laughs> That was he the gave, only good thing. He gave him the wrong directions. to, come on to. He was lost in New York. And he sat that boy, there and goes, that boy didn't know where he was. Down the hall, two doors on the left. No. No, it was three. It was three. That much. Kevin McAllister missed Christmas with his family. Do you think that's why that actor actually, like, you know, went down the wrong path in life? Dude, I'm pretty sure McCaukey-Colin or whatever you say his name. Dude, I think that's why he He became the skinny little heroine, dude, that he became. I'm sorry to say, I think he's on heroin. And you know what? That's okay because, you know what? It wasn't his fault. It was Trump's. Yeah,
4: he met (laughs) Trump and his life just went downhill.
2: He had a Trump steak and then it was all (laughs) downhill. Oh, no yeah Trump
4: steaks are horrible if, you, if if no one knows what that is, it's basically Trump endorsed steaks <laughs> and they were like they were like the worst like piece of meat like ever It was bad. It was like oh god just go read about it google it cardboard,
2: <laughs> cardboard. Uh, signed with the trump label
1: <laughs> so i, I kind of want to bring it back i actually didn't finish so what i was uh, <laughs> oh, i'm sorry, <laughs> sorry man. Let, me, let me let me finish them me... so finish. what i was saying is we all have this clear characterization of trump in our minds and the criticism i heard of comey was just that why didn't comey act appropriately to that characterization that we all have because it's all we all know how trump is so why didn't he take that into mind I feel seemingly. Like, well, he I, did.
0: I feel like I feel like every day we can ask that same question of Trump: true. Why didn't he act appropriately? Dude,
2: true. that's <laughs> absolutely true. He <laughs> knows how people work. Exactly. He basically understood because you see it every day. You can get on social media and see it every fucking day. If you want somebody to incriminate themselves. Trump is the prime example. Exactly. You don't have to do any research. You don't have cannon. to do any investigation. <laughs> like literally, he he wasn't even just doing it to indict Trump. He was trying to save money for his department because he didn't have to do any investigation. Not only is he <laughs> a better businessman than Trump, better prosecutor. He saved money for no, the apartment. I, I,
4: I hope Trump never hears this and we don't give him pointers. Like, oh, you know what? I should be quiet now. Like, thanks.
2: Like, <laughs> I would be so, I'd feel no, so bad. He's too arrogant for that. Trump man. doesn't right. give a mm-hmm. fuck about any one
0: of us. Oh, um, well, sure. look, what, 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 I mean, yeah. it's not going to be us, but um, what I'm saying is. <laughs> well, no, like, here's, here, no, 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 here's, the, here's the thing about, like, Trump is what was very apparent is that, like, uh, this, this was especially more apparent kind of in the beginning of his administration and, like, around that time is that, like, you know, it kind of seemed like he was flip flopping a lot between, like, you know, so things well his campaign promises yeah yeah yeah. and like what the thing is that you can really kind of tell is that he listens to the last person that talked to him Hmm. and he'll make it he'll make a decision based on the last thing that somebody said to him and like that's the thing is like if somebody kind of whispered in your ears i'm like Hey man, this is kind of messed up. What you're doing? You should probably like you know maybe maybe do something else. He he might, he might be like okay, let me let me do something else. But somebody else comes in. I like no no, bigotry. And like he's
1: like all
2: right, like, this is bigotry. Yeah, bigotry.
1: Okay, <laughs> bigotry. Let's well,
2: bigotry it up. Well, we saw earlier. I mean, during the uh, during his uh, uh, um, introduction as president and and towards the end of his campaign, you know, you saw a lot of media sources actually citing the fact that he shares a lot of the similar beliefs as, um, as, uh, uh, what's her name? Hillary. And that was like one of the things that really kind of struck me all the way through is that people don't seem to realize that he had a lot of comments that were, uh, very pro Hillary pro, uh, left leaning. And that was, that was something that I don't understand Mm -hmm. that, that people didn't pick up. As much on it, and then I sat there and I saw the video of him on WWE with, um, you know, McMahon. he was, he shaved, <laughs> yeah, he shaved, sure. Mick, uh, he shaved McMahon's head, and that was that was great. Whenever he's like sitting there and he's like shaving his head and stuff like that, and I realized that, oh my god, he used the WWE to manipulate people of the
3: more right leaning. Um, parties. Well, know? and he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Exactly. So it's our first president oh, that's been in the WWE. I did not Hall know that. Fame. Do you
4: guys think that like eventually this is all going to turn into that like, movie Idiocracy, where it's just like it's I already there become I think will that, be a
2: movie <laughs> because because like we already have these these talks about how oh Gatorade and soda. Yeah, are yeah. And like
4: water, now man. now we have like Kanye saying he's going to run for twenty like twenty twenty twelve. We have the Rock. Well, we, saying we, have, we yeah, yeah. Rock, dude. I would vote for
2: the Rock, man. I would just because
3: <laughs> even it. though he's a Republican. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm I'm kind of hoping for a uh, a rock versus Kanye 2020. I don't care anymore. Honestly,
4: honestly, that. I think if that happened, I'd probably just die. Dude, we like, could joke it's... about our,
1: our it. <laughs> society, our
0: yeah. society would just you know, have hit. Yeah, I, um,
1: we could joke about it. In my just like actual muckers. thoughts, I, I wouldn't hope to never see that. Well, like... Okay, so
0: like here's the thing: is that years ago we might have been like you know joking like oh Trump running for president, but that's the reality. It, yeah. It's the reality, and like, can you believe that? Damn, still... damn South Park! You know you like. It's yeah. a, it's like it was when he when he first was started running, it was to run, a joke. It's funny. It was, it was a joke. Like they they had the Canadian version yeah. of Trump, and all the Canadians said they like, but by by the time we like you know figured out, oh, we need to actually start looking for somebody to really run. He was he was he was already being too inaugurated. Too yeah,
1: yeah, too, That's too that's reality. So we definitely that I is feel exactly what happened. We definitely need election reform. So. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, but well, okay. So uh, before we like kind of keep going with this, I want to lighten things up a little bit. I want to want to talk about. Some Switch games. Wanna make a Switch? Yes. Let's, oh my let's God. Let's do a Switch. Switch.
4: <laughs> all right. So changing, changing. Uh, you know. I'm yeah, gonna grab so, some uh, like whiskey
0: here. real quick. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so the the, the the five of us here, we're we're all big uh nin, 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 Nintendo fans. I would say. Gamers um, in general. Gamers, g- gamers. I, I, I'm gonna buy a Switch tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna go buy one. Okay. Do it. Just
4: do it. You're not
0: gonna. You're not gonna. I know. Regret. I'm not gonna regret it. F- <laughs> awesome.
4: Cause like when I first when I first saw the Switch, I was like. Ah, uh, that's okay, you know? And then I heard about the, of course, people like, you know, haters gonna hate. They're talking about like, oh, it doesn't run that well when it's unplugged, you know, when it's off the dock and everything like that. I, I
3: completely disagree. I yeah. think it actually, most games run better off the dock just because... That, that,
0: that's, that's a sentiment I hear from a lot of people, but I actually enjoy playing mine a lot more on the TV.
3: I don't know, man. I guess I'm just an on-the-go guy because I go between Denton, <laughs> and, Denton and Weatherford so often uh, with my girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just take it with me. I take the charger with me and I just play it all the way to Weatherford and it's awesome just, you know, ride in the car playing Mario Kart yes. trying to get 3 stars on all those 200 CC. Yes. <laughs> C- C- it oh, Dude, I'm, I'm jealous of you. I've guys. already 100%ed Legend of Zelda. I mean, no. What? 100%ed? Well, I mean, you I guess I haven't it. gotten every single treasure, but I got all 120 shrines. Same. I beat Ganondorf. I got all the uh I'm What excited. is it called? Brad, you know what i'm the, gonna buy uh, it right
4: now i'm gonna just buy it right now the, the, get it. the tunic of do the wild
3: it. yeah i got the tunic of the wild so you know
4: yeah currently this kind of sucks because i'm gonna during I, i'm still in school for the summer i'm doing a five week right so i don't right. have really time to like be playing anything but i'm just gonna buy it right now because i don't even care do it <laughs> do
0: oh, you, you you'll, you'll i mean yeah you get summer classes but you know you, you, you're you you're sitting there work you know doing work i mean you sit there play it at work guys, oh my god yeah. Cool. yeah, and then
3: as soon as Super Mario Odyssey comes out, that's going to be another good game. Yeah, that's,
0: that's 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 I think that's going to be one of their their bigger sellers around the holiday times.
2: Dude, I just got Shovel Knight, and that's that's indie, and oh. I, I love heard it. I've it's heard really of I beat
3: about it. I beat the Shovel Knight campaign, and I'm working on the Plague of Shadows campaign, and then it has the third campaign, which is with uh, Specter Knight. I need help. I think. I need help with somebody if you want Dude, to help I me. Mean, yeah. Dude, oh, I mean, sure. yeah. Do yeah. I have the Amiibo also for I had the Amiibo card that I made. So, yeah. but let me, let me let me tell you something uh, about the Switch.
0: And I think I believe that this is going to be the console to bring third party back to Nintendo. <laughs> and Easily. I will tell you why. I'm going to buy Payday 2. I'm going
3: to buy Skyrim Ooh. for the third time at yes. full price. And also, see, one thing I want to say about yeah. that Skyrim is I think that this is going to be a bold prediction, but when it does come out, it's going to have something uniquely to switch. Hmm. I sure For, hope so. for <laughs> Skyrim. <laughs> so and it's going that? to be something that makes it so much better. But the only caveat I would say to saying, bring third party back to Nintendo is... We're getting FIFA, whatever 2018 coming up, Uh, but then we're getting Mm. FIFA for Switch. Like Mm. we're not even getting like real FIFA. And see
0: that that that's something that worries me is that like there's a lot of publishers that believe in the Switch and they're probably going to go for like you know the full version of their games for the Switch. But I think that there's also going to be a subset of publishers that think that the Switch is underpowered. Yeah, and they're they're going to respond with FIFA for Switch. Well,
2: it still is difficult though. I mean, can we? real quick tech talk nerd time. what is the uh, what's what's what what kind of architecture is the switch running on is that still x64 or what no, it's, I thought it was no. arm I believe it's, it's arm it's, because it's of Tegra it's a modified it's, tegra.
0: it's a modified tegra processor so
2: okay. how I mean do you happen to know Brad if um, if if the Tegra processor is similar in regards to building uh, a game for that? As it is for building a game for uh, uh, the PS4 or the Xbox One, because I was pretty sure that since they were running on the Jaguar chip, they—I don't think that. I think they moved to a 64-bit processor set. It's—it's it's definitely a 64-bit
0: processor. I mean, 64-bit for ARM has been around for a few years now. Of course, of course. Um, but
2: I mean, is it that but, much different
0: still? It, like, here's here's the thing, and I say this with experience uh, from my my personal development with you know iOS. You can write the same software and compile it for ARM, x86, um, 32-bit, whatever. I mean, they're all APUs now. Yeah, it's it's a matter of like you know whatever SDKs that you're you're using, like what kind of architectures they can target. Yeah, but the the thing is, is that modern game development is gone to Unity and Unreal. Multi-platform say, development it, suites, IDEs that can. It's export. also abstracted now. Exactly. Yeah. and like yeah. th- both of those platforms can compile down to any architecture. Now, what it really comes down to is how the developers go about creating the game, how they go about creating something that can be
2: downscaled, and still be, um, you know, you know, played well. I guess that's why you see developers like Overkill with Payday and then Psyphonix, or how do you, I I can't remember. Psyonix? Psyonix for uh, for Rocket League. uh, Rocket League, yeah. But like,
0: something I want to say about the Switch is that if any developer's really doubting it, I mean, look at what they did with Breath of the Wild. Exactly, yes. That map is huge. Gigantic.
2: Well, no. There's not a
0: s there's not a loading screen at all right, when you're when right, you, you can walk from the west edge to the east edge and not see a single but, loading but screen. But that's
2: the thing though is that that's not about capabilities of the hardware, that's capabilities of the developer. Because the thing well, is Well, that's what I'm
0: saying. We need to see better capabilities from the developers. Because right. Because Breath of the Wild is a triple A game. It looks gorgeous it doesn't i mean maybe it's not like 5k or like you know something well, crazy like that but i mean this this game is gorgeous it runs amazingly on the switch hardware i don't think there should be a limitation based on the switch hardware
2: right and i understand that too you can always downgrade textures and stuff like that but that is that's where it comes down to is that you don't have to change all that much in order to get in order to get a game to run on the switch the thing is is that Okay, for example, like GTA V, okay? The thing that that you see a difference in whenever you're playing on, as a person who's owned GTA V for PS3, PS4, and PC, the reason why I bring this up is because it's across three generations, in my opinion, PS4 and PC, different generations because PC advances more, and it came out after the PS4 and Xbox One version. Um, you can always, always keep the same engine and stuff like that. And just upgrade the textures and a couple little minor things and make it work on three different freaking platforms. Well see, yeah. Rockstar did that in their spare freaking time.
0: That's what I'm kinda going for. If these developers, like, you know, include a lower texture, because here's the thing, is that the switch is gonna play 720 undocked. Right. If you if the developers take the time to create a 720 texture set a 1080 set, texture set and a 4K texture set then that's really all they should need to do for the switch the right. switch is capable of handling you know the processing power it needs to run these games
2: i agree i agree and you know what too is that i i feel like developers should not be afraid to release on this platform and, and invest time and money into this because the thing is is that this is a this is there's there's been this 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 collaboration between the big two Sony and Microsoft, and then Nintendo on the side for years now. Years. We can remember whenever the PS3 came out and the P- or and the Xbox 360 came out. Actually, it was funny. Or er, Yeah, it was the PS3 and the Xbox 360. Yeah, and with the Wii. With the Wii, yeah. <laughs> and what happened was was that Microsoft actually bundled in and said that, hey, if you buy our 360, we'll give you a Wii for free. Because guess what? If you buy an Xbox 360 and a Wii... Now, I don't remember if it was free or not, but I do remember that they were using as their advertising campaign. You can buy both of them for the same cost as you could buy a PS3
3: for. That's why PS3 did so poorly during that generation Yeah, they were like get a second job in order to buy a ps3 yeah, I remember that. yeah.
0: yeah those were expensive as hell but like the, i think the, i remember like the press
2: conference from e3 it's like
1: 699 us dollars but, but sony,
2: <laughs> in the beginning too though is an, uh, another thing too sony even in the beginning was working with nintendo in regards to developing a console together we all right. remember that whenever they were going through and trying to make the ps1 at in
3: nintendo 64 well, yeah it was yeah. the nintendo playstation which yeah. was uh huh. Yeah, it was in between SNES and then N64. My so, point yeah. of this... you I'm
2: I'm I'm sorry. I just wanted to finish this up. The point of this being, neither one of them have a problem with working with Nintendo, and I will tell you this right now. None of the players of PlayStation, Sony, or Xbox, Microsoft have any qualms with sitting there and trying to play on a Nintendo product because they love it. They were raised on it. That was it.
3: And see, I even have two points to that because Minecraft uh, for Switch came out, which, you know, is owned by Microsoft. Microsoft, Yeah, Mm yeah, yeah, exactly. And then then even in a press release, I think last week, um, uh, PlayStation, they were saying, like, most households are two console households. And they said a Switch is, like, the perfect... A uh, second console for anyone who has a ps4 which yeah, sure. i think you know, is a better. perfect Doubles, is thing portable? to say yeah, yeah. and something right.
0: I, something i've been hearing is that like i guess some uh, maybe richer households are buying uh, with with like two children are buying, <laughs> are buying two switches one for each yeah. kid because because wow. with the nature of the switch you know being uh, uh can be a portable you know like you know Kid one's gonna like grab it as a portable, and kid two's gonna be like, "I want the Switch." So you know, yeah, yeah. you can't yeah. play
2: Zelda on two land on a on yeah. Yeah. Con, yeah, right. Android Android Joy-Con. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but something that I've over the years I've always admired about Nintendo, and I think this is the thing that's always been putting off third-party developers, but I think it's wrong, is that Nintendo has never been afraid to try to innovate something. Yeah, no, with, never, with, never. With the Wii, they they really wanted to bring in motion uh, controls. I mean, they may not have been the best on the and Wii. And local, a
2: localized screen. Of well, that's, course. that was a Wii U. Yeah, oh, I, so, I, I'm so, sorry.
0: Yeah, Wii, Wii U, yeah. Uh, but like still, uh, yeah. my, my, my point uh, Wii U brought in the second screen, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I mean, like the, the third party developers were actually pretty receptive to the 3DS. True, true. Um, right. dude, but
4: 3DS destroyed the PS Vita. I don't
2: oh, care what yeah. anybody, yeah. Yeah. anybody like, says. PS Vita is.
1: Dude, i don't see anybody playing a psv video yeah. i see but like 3 dss all the time yeah. yeah
0: but like so like that's my thing is that they will like try to innovate with these new types of additions to gaming mm-hmm. but third-party developers are like i'm too afraid of that and they don't want to try yeah. to like you know adapt to it create something for it or you know
4: whatever see what i would, to kind of brush up on what zach was saying about like third-party developers and how like and like what you're saying too is like you know I do feel like there's a lot of developers out there who are like actually looking at the Switch. I'm like, hey, we actually have like a, a console now that we can be like become on. Because if you look at the upcoming games of 2017, there's a lot of indie games coming out mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. Like, and that, I think that's great. Yeah, I think it's great too. Like, I, like there's they're uh, called Nindies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nindies. There's a there's oh, a no. there's a, this one game called Hollow Knight that, that's that's already out, and that's actually looking at being ported. To the switch before xbox one and ps4 wow and i thought that was really cool i was like oh cool like you know more reason to buy a switch like i've been looking at uh, when i first saw the switch i think i wasn't that impressed but now like all my friends have it and like breath of the wild like just a marvel and I it's, it, it's, it. it's fantastic yeah.
0: and uh my my brother and um his boyfriend what they'll do a lot of times is they'll take the switch out to the bar mm-hmm. and they'll sit there at the bar playing shovel Knight. With you know the switch will pop awesome. propped up and they'll like you know take out the two little yeah, joy cons yeah. and that's something that I'm really liking is that I think that's another thing that they're trying to do with the switch is bring back yeah. co- co- uh, excuse couch me couch
1: co-op couch co-op
3: yeah, yes yeah, thank you yeah,
1: it, and
0: that's something that I think is great yeah, yeah. It couch co-op is, is fun I think it that's, is the that's first one of the things
1: Nintendo really wanted yes
3: it, it's the first console to release with two controllers in like over twenty yeah, years or something exactly. like that exactly yeah because like, you know each controller or the controllers that go on each side, the Joy-Con left and Joy-Con right, become one controller that you can pass off to a friend. Exactly, and like you know, me, me and my wife will will, will sometimes
0: play um, uh, clips. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, great, and game. That's, that's a great game. Is, you get you get to work together. It's great for like you know relationship and it's, it's beautiful relationship improvement.
2: Exactly. As opposed, yes, as please. Team building.
4: So if there's one game that you guys are absolutely looking forward to coming out on the Switch, like what would it be?
2: Payday Two. Payday 2. Payday 2.
1: <laughs> Rocket League. Rocket League. Rocket, League, Rocket yes. League. It's not. I don't know if that's been confirmed yet or not. I actually meant to it ask you guys. Been. It has been. It has yes. been. Yes. I am ridiculously excited. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Joseph is sweating.
1: <laughs> uh,
3: for me, it would be Heavy breathing. whatever Pokemon game is coming out. Oh, I Pokemon know... Tournament? Well, no. Oh, not... yeah. Pokken. Oh, no, no. no. Well, your Pokemon. Pokemon Tournament, yes, I'm interested in because I did not play... Uh, know i didn't have a wii u it was the first like nintendo console i didn't actually get so yes i am excited to try Pokemon tournament but whatever and comes out after because they just announced like like, ultra Ultra sun Sun and ultra Ultra moon Moon, right so whatever the next generation is that finally comes out on switch which i guess historically pokemon games they stay on the older one because i think Black and White came out on the original DS when three DS was out. Yeah, and then black and white
4: version two also came out on the DS. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm.
3: So I'm excited for whatever Pokemon game comes out officially for the Switch. Because if you look at Sun and Moon, those textures like they could be like if they were run on the Switch, they'd run so much better.
2: Easily Mm -hmm. rendered. And one of the things is too, no matter what. Yes, the 3DS was a incredibly successful console, just in general. Yeah. But there was a lot of people, myself included, that I haven't bought a, a, a handheld dedicated console since the PlayStation or the PSP. And I, I mean, yeah, it was because you could hack the PSP. Well, <laughs> that's how I got into <laughs> computer science, man. But I, I'm just saying as is, though was that, um, you know, a portable console, I got older and I thought to myself, well, I'm not riding the bus to school anymore. But the thing was is that a lot of people used the uh, Nintendo Switch and they rediscovered that, wow, I actually am more on the go now than I was whenever I was a kid. I mean, personally speaking, I don't know about you guys, but me, I, I, I drive to work every day, hour, 15 minutes, home and back. um, And, and you know... I still find myself, um, like, I find that they, I can play more with that than, I mean, my, my PlayStation. I bought a PS4 Pro. Mm-hmm. I've spent maybe uh, 40 hours on it, if hmm. that. Yeah. I've spent a couple hundred hours, and I bought that before the Switch even came out. I've spent hundreds of hours on that Switch, it feels like, already. Because the thing was, is that, man, I I never realized it. And people bitch about the three-hour battery
3: life or whatever. Yeah, but it's so much better on other games other than Legend of Zelda. No,
2: even Legend of Zelda, it is better than three hours because mm-hmm. the thing is, is that people don't necessarily always have their, you know, uh, yeah. I turn my brightness
3: high. all the way down, and it lasts way longer than three hours. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like I'm
2: brightness is a I'm
3: huge. Battery I'm looking
4: killer. forward because I played it at Pax. I'm looking really looking forward to Arms. Yeah, Arms looks, looks amazing. That, have you seen the reviews for it yet? No, I haven't yet. Are they are they bad?
2: They're mediocre. They're mediocre. Yeah, I, seven I could and that. eight. I can definitely see that. I don't know why. I haven't read into the actual review yet, but mm-hmm. I've just seen the numbers. And overall, you know, you can't write a game by its numbers by any means. Um, but sure. I mean, still, um, I I I wasn't sure if you had seen it too much. No, uh, it. For everybody listening, uh, Bobby and Scott here are probably our heaviest gamers here so much, video. <laughs> they, much more experience points than the rest of us they they both frequent uh conventions as well so they will oh yeah be i'm going to up. e3 next week so. i know it's ridiculous Ooh. they will be keeping you up to date on the latest gaming news and rumors that are going on clarifying for you from the front lines. so we're
4: getting shout out daily but with memory memory cards memory cards <laughs> so much so much data flying in our faces
0: Bobby, did you give us your most anticipated Switch game? Yeah, it was Arms. Arms.
4: Like, oh, okay. Like I'm really looking forward to Arms coming out soon. So like it's not that crazy anticipated, but like I'm looking forward to it like a lot. But uh, while I was at PAX, I also played Splatoon 2. Oh
0: yeah, I am so stoked for that. That is one the too. first
4: time I ever played Splatoon, and I was like, I need this game.
1: Splatoon looks really fun. That was, that was, was one same. that
0: I really wanted to get on Wii U, but I just never got it. it did you ever try fun. it? I think
1: I never got to try it. Hmm. I think this I actually is... never got to try it either, but I always thought it
0: looked yeah, really it's, fun.
4: It's fun. Like, I was like, this looks okay. And I played it. I was like, oh, dude. <laughs> it's <laughs> so good.
3: I think this is where you have to give Nintendo a lot of credit because since the Switch has come out, there's been pretty much a big release, if not, I believe, a first party release almost every single six weeks. Right. Yeah, true. Well, so,
2: and that's the thing that, that Nintendo is known for. Every first party release is a blockbuster hit. They're mm-hmm. literally going ahead, and they're using their super every release they get to make sure that people get this console and that they see the potential. Because guess what? The Wii U didn't do well; it was a flop. It was like a... right. yeah, because no one wanted
3: motion control anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, but
2: it,
0: like, like my whole thing with the Wii U is that it was not a motion control console. No, right. it
2: was a, it was a prototype it for was the a, Switch. A, I feel it was like I mean, it was what mm-hmm. they
3: wanted the Switch to be.
2: Yeah, for sure. Definitely a logical step.
4: What I will say about Horse hits switch. is: Do you guys think that Kingdom Hearts Three is going to come out for the Switch? <laughs> no. Damn it, dude! Shut no. up! No. Shut
2: your 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 your. <laughs> oh, no. Speaking
4: of speaking <laughs> of that game, actually, uh, it was on like the supporters list, whatever, for Square Enix. Like it was on the 2018 and beyond list.
3: Well, no, because so... uh, the head of the development for the for that game and uh, what's the other one they're developing right now? Uh, whatever they said. Yeah, there's it's it's not gonna be at E3, and we're probably it probably won't come out till after 2018. Oh, uh, mm. Final Fantasy VII, uh, so, the uh, remake of Final Fantasy This Fancy is VII, this is Bobby. I'm a little <laughs> sad now. I actually didn't hear about that until just now. Yeah, which I think Final Fantasy VII was originally being developed by um, Connect Two. Yeah, which was they made like the dot hack game. See, like, but they moved. They they cut Connect Two. Yeah. So now it's being developed for me internally. it's
4: like I, I've just given up on that game ever coming out like, I'm just I, I, I just, it's not a game for me that's coming out one game I'm really looking forward to coming out that I, entered
2: the realm of fall, or, uh, Half-Life 3 yeah
4: it's like <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to be on the Switch unfortunately which is Red Dead Redemption 2 oh so I'm yeah i'm looking forward to that like crazy too we we'll see and like, that
3: I also one... got pushed back yeah but well, like
4: they, rockstar had a good reason for it though they're like we don't think it's gonna well, go up to par well, we didn't even you go
2: you guys know that in exchange rockstar is actually developing another one more i guess from what i've been hearing from other people is uh one more expansion pack for gta 5. i know the mini racers was oh, the last wow. one and they said that that was going to be the last one if you guys remember mm-hmm. They're oh are yeah. stop doing all that other the stuff. The subterranean one? Yeah. yeah. They are going through and they're doing wow. one more release. And I'm really excited to see what they have to offer. Because, I mean, come on, it's Rockstar. They're going to go ahead and offer the best experience mm-hmm. you could possibly offer. I still play GTA V now. I need come to. On. I need to get back on it. Well, okay. Oh, I remember exactly what it was. It was a gun running. Underground gun yeah, running. Yeah, yeah. So you can create your own guns now in GTA Five, or coming soon at least, nice. and uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be intense. But I mean, you gotta give them props for how much they for the
3: game for free that shoots out cars.
4: I want a gun that. Actually, it's I called actually, uh, uh, actually GTA. That.
2: That's GTA Five for PC. Yeah, I
4: already <laughs> have that. Like, I'm what I'm really excited for is I'm excited to see like where the Switch goes from this point forward because it's like you know, there's I don't think there hasn't really been like anything too crazy disappointing about it especially when it comes to releases for it mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. mean obviously breath of the Wild can just hold its own when it comes to switch like it just,
3: just I well i mean heck look at puya puya tetris like that's taken up like so many of the tumblerinos and all that like everyone's been playing it and yeah just damn all dude, these calling out those tumblerinos yeah. dude we're gonna have to go
2: ahead and protect from ddos right now oh, no. but uh yeah i'm
4: excited the wrath to see of the <laughs> i'm excited to see where like, the switch goes like from this point forward i mean hopefully the only way is up i don't want them to like you know after this end of this year like kind of just like oh that's it because i mean after super mario odyssey it's like i'm kind of like curious on what else they're going to be releasing for the switch you know
0: yeah here's
3: we'll the Poken, question poking tekken
4: yeah Pokin Pokin tournament
3: or Pokin, whatever tag tech- tournament <laughs> Seven did come
4: out though it's really good
2: oh yeah, yeah here's the main question okay and this is the question that is kept um it feels like it's kept uh uh, Nintendo, in in the uh, the second in the shadow of other consoles for the last couple of years. Okay, it, it feels like the generation, the millennial generation, at the beginning, was the video game generation. We were raised on video games. Oh, Nintendo yeah. was our second family. I mean, in a oh, sense, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, you know, one of the things that you have to ask yourself, and it, it's been known this for a while, is that Nintendo makes ki- our games for kids. You know, and as time's gone on, you see more and more kids every day on GTA 5 and on Modern Warfare on these adult consoles, and those squeakers sit there and annoy the shit out of you during every session. (laughs) But the thing is, is that. You see a lot of adults actually playing uh, Splatoon more yeah. so yeah. than like Call of Duty because the thing is, is that Call, or uh, Splatoon has better gameplay. We, I mean, our generation, right. the early millennial generation, and, and I'm not trying to sit there and play. Oh, back in my day, games were better. <laughs> no, yeah. not by any means. But there are gamers out there that appreciate that that balancing that that occurs during those those games. And the thing is, is that is. Is Nintendo going to stay in that limelight of, oh, if it's rated T, that's going to be kind of tough right there? Yeah. Or are they, and I mean, we already have a, a, a Skyrim coming out, like yeah. what you were right. saying before, yeah. which is a rated M game. Payday pay 2 should be rated M and as well. Pay t- mm-hmm. Yeah, Payday 2 is rated M as well because it's drug referencing, shooting, you know. Mm. Can they keep up this pace with maybe not necessarily first party? They don't have to do it themselves. But can they give enough of an incentive by removing, you know, like these taxes for the cartridges, you know, the switch tax that they talk about all the time because it is a proprietary technology. Yeah. Can they offer enough incentive for these third parties to bring on some more adult titles? Because a lot of people that are buying this console are adults. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: That's going to be the key. That's I mean, going to be the key to the success. Look at the commercial, for example. Jan going over to her rooftop party. Yeah, you know, know that, those that guys full cool of adults drinking mm-hmm. beer. Like a little exactly. bit more
4: thought into that. Like too. Like um, I remember growing up.
2: Like, Even one two switch, they're all getting yeah. drunk and fucking doing yeah. the thing yeah. with each other. Yeah,
4: it's like <laughs> I remember growing up when I was in elementary school and the Xbox, like the original Xbox, first came out. And, like, that was that was the adult console because like, yeah. the PS2 yeah. was out yeah. and you had like yeah, GameCube the, and other things, stuff yeah, like the that. GameCube. and it was just like you know, oh, this game is rated T. There's only a couple of rated M games with so, the like, Xbox, like has Halo and like you know. Oh, it's so violent! It's crazy, God, yeah. you know. And then Xbox Sixty came out, PS Three came out, and you have Gears of War, and you have uh, some, what's that? I don't know, some some other sh- Resistance. You had a Resistance for PS Three, and
2: those
3: little yeah. big
4: things. And like you know, we came out, and it has like Hello hello kitty island adventure 2 or something
2: (laughs) and like i remember the only games that were rated m on gamecube was resident evil geist metal gear solid hunter spartan def jam fight for new york that game was awesome again (laughs) eternal darkness sanctity's requiem and then uh, no seriously that game no no killer 7 and then resident evil 4 literally yeah there were half of the. I mean, it's like a fourth of the list is Resident Evil. It yeah. looks like, Cause, yeah, because it's like
4: I remember growing up too. It was like it was almost like when you are an edgy teenager, it's like, it's almost juvenile to be playing like, games that are like, oh, I can go out. My mom got me a mature game, like you know, like oh, I can play this game now. So it's like I definitely feel like that fell into place with like when I got the three hundred and sixty because like I could be playing Dead or Rising or Gears of War versus like Spider Man or something on the Game you know? do, like, um, uh, do
2: you think? I am sorry. Quick question though. Do you think? That, that is the reason why kids today prefer, you know, the Xbox and PlayStation 4, is that angst, that... Kind of, the yes. Because it, 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 yes. it did play
4: a definite part of, in me buying video games, for sure. Because, like, I remember, actually, the first time I got a PS2... Um, or not the first time. I went out to go buy a, a video game, right? Right. And... I was tasked between buying uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 and Jack 2 or just Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. and I turned it over and I saw Disney characters. I was like, Dude, I'm not gonna play this. Like, what is this? Like, and I tossed it. <laughs> big and, mistake. Yeah, big mistake. Kingdom Hearts is an amazing game. Yeah, yeah. and like I, I was playing King. I was playing Metal Gear Solid 3, and I was this game, is, like Metal Gear Solid, is just amazing in general. That's still amazing. And I was playing, you know, Jack and Jack 2, and I was like, okay, this game's awesome too. And then like I was like. People are like, dude, you, you can get Kingdom Hearts? i like, no, what is that? I'm like, dude, go play it. And I played it. I was like, I made a huge mistake. <laughs> like, what am I doing? So I definitely feel like that does, that does that definitely does play a part in today's age. Because like, you know, back then you, you watch movies and stuff like that. And you have like media outlets that are, you know, they can't say certain words. They can't use certain phrases. Right. And certain things yeah. like, but now today it's like if you took something that's like rated t today it could be rated m like back then
2: just because rated AO. yeah seriously some of this stuff i mean come on look at (laughs) manhut it barely got by with an m M rating could you imagine what it would have been rated back in the early 90s i mean come on nc 17 look at even okay i'm sorry just to bring up a point here but look at Destiny even. I don't yeah. really hear too many curse words or anything like that. But just the fact that you're killing countless amounts of demons and all this, just even the theme yeah. of the game would be enough to make it rated M. It's rated T now. Yeah. We're talking about Bungie. It's yeah. yeah, exactly. had Marathon, which was rated M, I believe. I, I might mm. have to double check on that. But And then the Halo series, which was all rated M, just because of, not even because of language necessarily, but mm. because of the gore and the yeah. blood. Like, Dude, yeah, <laughs> we've laxed, yeah, yeah, that's something laxed.
1: I'm kind of interested in actually is like the actual specific criteria that makes a game a rating. I wonder how that's changed over the years, yeah, yeah. Sure.
3: And you know, all of that is self regulated, like, there's no Absolutely, no yeah. actual laws, like, right? Like, the ESRB yeah, the, is uh, the ESR. between
2: the uh, companies,
3: yeah, yeah right, yeah. right. Uh,
0: so, let me go ahead and um, talk about my most anticipated Switch game, okay. <laughs> and then uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and try to close up here. Uh, so my most anticipated Switch game, which probably isn't super anticipated by most other people, is uh, Overcooked. And I know I, I think I've told oh, you. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Perfect yeah. party game. So I'm really excited about that one, and like it's just it looks like a really fun couch co-op with your oh, with sure. your a good one to crack open a cold one. So with that, um, does anybody have any last thing that they want to say about our uh, original topic about James Comey?
2: Um, not really. I, I just, you know, with these whole releases of the, uh, of Trump firing back saying that I will testify under oath. I'm really excited. To s- <laughs> I'm sketch. I'm, I'm sorry to say, but I'm, 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 I'm like shook. the rest of, of most Americans that, that are sitting there and saying, I'm excited to see what's going to happen because man, it's going to be like another sporting event overall. And I really think to myself that, um, you know, I think we're going to have another topic to talk about next week yeah. man, and it's going to oh, be Trump's yeah. response. All right.
0: Well, we'll definitely yeah. just kind of have to keep an eye on, see what, mm-hmm. what, what happens in the days and weeks to come. Real quick, I just, Brad. I oh, still
4: Brad. wouldn't, I still wouldn't step ever. <laughs> <laughs> I just wouldn't do it. Yeah. At, at
1: least personally, i I try to remain a little bit more objective. Like I know I am personally a little bit more left leaning. I really just want to see the outcomes of these, uh, these yeah, uh, investigations. Yeah, I want to know everything. I want to know definitely the details. The I just want the truth. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're just going to have to wait and see, I suppose. Yeah.
2: Well, the last thing I wanted to ask is are there any games that you guys would like to see on Nintendo? I mean, if if Nintendo is actually listening or if we, you know, if the community feels <laughs> the same, please guys, please oh, go through and oh, spread the word, you know. My
4: big thing too is like I know Xbox actually extended their handout, or Microsoft did to Sony saying like, "Hey, you, you want to do some cross-platform stuff?" and like no Mm, no (laughs) (laughs) so it's like i i want there to be a game that it's whether it's like an mmo or whatever just a true cross platform an actual true Mm -hmm. cross platform game between these three like these three major companies that people like been to and it's like because that's just going to expand your player base and it's like you won't have that bridge where it's like oh do you buy this game like yeah i got it oh what do you have it for you know you don't have to ask that anymore it's like oh you bought this like no matter if you have the game or not we can play it now I yeah, think I
3: Rocket League is the game to do that. Rocket League will be the beginner and it's it, all I wanted. They've See,
2: had like, PC and, and, and multi platform support for a while, but yeah. the thing was was that it's not true. Yeah, you can't you can't See, like, for yeah, me yeah, for parties. me personally party up, yeah. All all the games that are not Nintendo first party games
3: that
0: yeah.
2: I enjoy are yeah. coming to the Switch. Yeah. So I'm I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Joseph. so. I hope that they expand it even more though. Absolutely.
0: All right, guys, so let's go ahead and uh, talk about the the beer that we had today. Um, just a reminder for our listeners, we were drinking uh, Going Coastal by Sweetwater Brewing Company. It's an IPA with pineapple. Uh, I want to point out that this says ale with natural pineapple flavor. I'm not quite sure if they're, like, chopping up pineapple and, like, throwing it into the beer or if it's just, like, maybe pineapple <laughs> yeah. juice or something like that.
1: What, what portion of the beer did the pineapple go in, I wonder? Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, regardless, it had a very nice uh, uh, hoppy aroma to me. It, it, yeah. it, it tasted decent. It's it's not overly bitter like uh, some IPAs tend to be. And, in that, which, and that's what I liked about it. Yeah. What I
4: talked about it a lot because I know I don't like IPAs, but this one was – I enjoyed it. Yeah, I actually finished mine first for all you guys. <laughs> yeah, I got to say, for sure.
1: a very drinkable IPA. Uh, definitely, I would even recommend it to a first-timer for an IPA. No, oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: a, it's, a, it's a good entry
3: IPA. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I definitely think it's something you can enjoy in the summertime. Like, get home from work and just sit out on your deck and drink this pineapple open IPA. a cold a, one with the back open the cold one. <laughs> pretend you're on the beach, you know.
2: Well, apparently here it's uh their official description is golden color or golden copper in color, a full malt bill brings balance to this uh quaffable summer loving catch and release seasonal quaffable buzzwords. <laughs> The grains include two-row, wheat, premium English, and crystal. Uh, hops include uh, Columbus, Cascade, Simcoe, mm-hmm. and Goldings, and then dry-hopping Cascade, uh, Simcoe, Goldings, and uh, Centennial. The mm-hmm. ABV is 6.1, and the IBUs are 50. And I don't see any mention necessarily of how they include the pineapple into it, but I do have to say it did have a very— uh a, a very strong presence it for did. an ipa mm-hmm. considering yeah. the dankness of the beer itself so yeah.
0: I, I want to mention that um so the ibu rating uh, if, if you don't know is actually a rating of bitterness um, it's a perceptible bitterness and the bitterness can typically well when we talk about ibus ibus are usually calculated by the the amount of hops which 50 is actually a decent um, decently high number as as IPAs go, which again, mm-hmm. it's it's nice that it wasn't too bitter. But yeah. the, the the hops that you mentioned actually tend to be relatively gentler hops. They're mild, not the type of more hops. Mild. Yeah, they're they're not the type of hops that are going to have like that kind of harsh bitterness that some of the IPAs okay. will have.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I definitely like this better because it wasn't so bitter. And I think that's what turns me away from most beers is the bitterness. Yeah, sure, sure. and that's yeah.
0: that's something that I think. Um, a lot of breweries kind of have trouble with is balancing the bitterness with the rest of the beer, which bitterness isn't a terrible thing, but a lot of them just go way too hard way in, too that, in, in that in yeah. that first hop edition that just makes it super overly bitter. Yeah, a,
1: a more true, harder IPA is definitely more of an acquired taste for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure,
4: because yeah. I remember the first time I ever had an IPA was Stone's IPA. Oh, mm, no, that's, man, that's I, a rough I, one. I was like, I hate <laughs> this.
0: Why did I buy this? No, that's, that's, a, that's a rough IPA. I, I, oh. <laughs> I died. Well, all right, guys. Um, once again, I, I, I want to thank our um our lovely sponsor, the Bearded Monk. Um, mm-hmm. once again, they're a lovely group of people. Um, if if you have the chance, um, every Friday they do Fear Free Beer Friday on DentonRadio.com. That's a a little radio station here in our lovely town of Denton, Texas. And um, every week they have on another brewery where they talk to the head brewer or the owner, and they just kind of talk about their you know their arsenal of brews and you know. Um, at the the Denton like tourist center, they yes, they actually which they, is on the square, right? Yeah, they actually give out free samples from that brewery whenever they do the show. Mm-hmm. And then after is the show, wonderful, yeah, That's awesome, yeah, yeah. And after the show, they actually go back over to the Bearded Monk for like a big party. The brewery owner comes over there, and they they're all just kind of hanging out. And they always do a big old group shotgun outside the monk. Put your foot in that group as is thing. the monk tradition. You, yep. yeah, they they all get out there and do a big old shotgun with that brewery. And uh, it's 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 a ton of fun. It's, it's good yeah. times, good it's times terrific. for sure. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for uh, uh, taking the time to listen to us. Uh, you'll find us on you know Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google, Google, <laughs> you um, name it.
2: We're, we're everywhere. Please come on out with us, and uh, every week be ready and crack one with the cold, or uh, crack a cold one with the boys. All right. Thank you guys.